Warning, the following content may not be suitable for some listeners. Welcome back, guys, to the Ogre Booth. This is a crazy episode today because it is the last episode of season one. And what a better way to do it than just to end this season with a bang. I have plenty of amazing topics that I'm ready to talk about and just discuss and just go crazy with. I have lots of different things, like I said. So don't be surprised with this episode. It could be possibly the longest episode I've ever recorded. Uh, So, yeah, don't be surprised if that's the case. Uh, No guarantee, though, because I I thought last week I recorded for my typical about 40 minutes long, but it ended up only being like 25 minutes. So, without further ado, let's just lay out an outline of kind of like what I'm going to discuss uh, I'm going to start off with just because it is so close to the end of the year already uh, that I'm going to just do a year end review wrap up of sorts of all the music just that was released this past year. Uh, how I think how that went and following up from that, I'm going to be discussing the whole this whole Doctor Who controversy thing with a lot of a lot of stuff that's going on there from there uh i will be going straight into a lot of video gaming topics that i am excited to talk about and i probably will be talking about that for most of the episode so without further ado let's dive right into this music business so uh (laughs) music business kind of like we're going into the music business nope Uh, but i'm talking about music so but speaking of just like all that music business and everything just this past year just has been has been a very unique and interesting year in my opinion especially with like when it comes to like the music that i listen to i in general uh a lot of experimentation a lot more of like random stuff here and there so like the year started off with what i was anticipating to be a fairly anticipated album which was file boys mania i was greatly disappointed with that album personally just and a lot of people as well uh I felt like there was a lot of sloppy writing. Uh, not, I'm not saying that they didn't uh, try more creative, interesting t- uh, stop uh, sounds and styles and tunes, because they did. But uh, those styles weren't executed very well. Just a lot of stuff with that album just was not good. Uh, I I don't know. For a second, I thought we. I think we might be picking up my dog, who's 
scratching outside my door. So, but, uh, yeah, just mania in general. Like, I, that, that was just a weird start to start the album. Start off the year with, in my opinion. But, yeah, it has been a weird year for music in general. So, just, you know, it, yeah, it's, yeah, that's probably the best way to put it. It's been weird. It's been interesting. But we have got some good stuff uh, throughout the year. Along with just, uh, what was it? Like, we knew that Tonal Pilots were coming, uh, that they had an album coming out. Uh, when was that announced? That was announced back in, like, June, I believe. Uh, when, was it June? Yeah, it was, like, in mid to end of June where uh, Josh came out, I believe. And they announced that uh, they're done with, like, like Tyler's out of Dima and everything. And so, like, as soon as we found out about that, we started getting pumped and excited. They were teasing a lot and everything, which is one thing that there's been a lot of going on within music within the past, like, year and even, like, the year before. There's been a lot of cryptic teasing uh, about and trying to get their fans, like, pumped and even more hyped for their music and everything. But just, yeah, uh, we did have some, like, I guess, emo, like, returns of sorts because, uh, what was it, Senses Fail released a new album last February, I believe? Yeah, last February, that sounds right. Uh, and just about a few months prior to that, back in 2017, we did get uh, an album from The Used in November of 2017. So, like, we have been getting some some of those bands coming back a bit. Like, I guess, post-hardcore, metalcore, emo, whatever. Uh, they get on topics of different things or whatever. And it's really hard to really specifically clarify what emo is. Because there's bands that have been labeled emo but most clearly aren't such as like fall Out boy paramore panic at the disco they're not emo sorry but um either way there like i said this past year has been very weird very unique very interesting um we did get we got some good we got some good albums and then we got some unique very weird type of albums uh we got quite a few like pretty good singles. Uh, whether or not like some of the albums were like really all that solid, we got some good singles. Like even some artists that uh, were out there that surprised me, like uh, Sean Mendez, for example. Like he was never a big highlight for me. Like I never really cared for him and his music that much. Like it was okay. Like what was it? Nothing holding me back. Stitches. Um, even Mercy. But, uh, that is Sean Mendez I'm thinking of, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Want to make sure I was thinking about the right guy. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, this past year, he, when he released In My Blood, I was just, I don't know. I was actually amazed by, like, the vocal range he could do, go with on that song. And that song, I love. I actually really like that song and definitely uh, really shine some light on Sean Mendez right there for me. 
And I'm like, you know what? I, he's going to be on my watch out list. Ah, because I honestly think that him and his music and everything could be something fantastic, something great, and we might actually get something. Oh, well, I guess we did get a good, fairly decent album from him. Like, it was a little scattered, but I mean, like, he's a good artist. Just, he didn't show off his full potential as much as I thought he could have on his previous albums and previous songs and such. So, but, so that was a surprise along with like Ariana Grande. Like, I, I always liked her voice and everything. And, but, uh, on her last album, what was it? Dangerous Woman? Something like that. But uh, either way, uh, her previous album, not her latest album. But uh, uh, she really shined through back in, what was it, April, May, when she released No Tears Left to Cry. I love that song as well. It is a fantastic song, in my opinion. But uh, And then when she released God is a Woman, like, that was a very unique, very interesting song. And I actually enjoy that song. Like at first I was a little skeptical. I'm like, ah, do I like it? Do I not? But it has, with more listens, I have grown to love that song. But, and throughout most of the album, I'm fairly pleased with. Fairly, I do not like the latest Kellen feature, Nicki Minaj. That is an awful, straight up awful song. I'm sorry. For those of you that like that song, May God have mercy on your soul. But uh, I do not enjoy that song. I There's so many elements to it that I just don't care for. But I don't want to be hurtful to anyone that may have listened to that song and actually likes that song that is listening to this podcast, which I doubt. But uh, who knows? I just... Yeah, Ariana Grande did in my opinion, shine through a little more so than on previous works. So, and let's see, who else was there? There there were some other artists too. Um, uh, oh, the, the one band that really put themselves on the map, like for me at least, uh, is a pop punk band, punk pop, pop punk emo band as it is. Um, they released a solid album this past year that I was actually very pleased with. Almost felt like a mid two thousands pop punk like emo uh band emo album. Almost felt like what uh I guess in a sense of like almost like a three cheers for sweet revenge of like right now. Uh like what to expect from like an album like if the that album came out now it definitely wouldn't have been as popular now but i did real really thoroughly enjoy that album by as it is the great depression uh plenty of great songs like the title track the great depression the original like release song the wounded world even the stigma boys don't cry although it's a little cheesy it's still very catchy very earwormy and i do enjoy that song um and then like the fire dark uh 
and a few others on the album too. I can't remember all the names of the songs right now. I'm just like naming like the big ones that really left an impression on me. But uh, that was a solid album. And like, like for every solid album though, there was a crap album. Like I was really looking forward to the State Champs album, Living Proof. And honestly, I was disappointed. <sighs> because I had hope and faith in them because I fairly enjoyed their previous album, uh, fairly. I love their song Secrets, but uh, they, re what was it? They released one song, Dead and Gone, which I thought was okay and had some promise, but so I'm like, oh, cool, New State Champs. And then the album came out and I listened through it and I'm like, yeah, they could have done better. But, uh, yeah, but there were some other artists and stuff that had new albums come out this year that weren't highlighted for me and I didn't check out until later in the year. Like, uh, Waterparks, uh, their album Entertainment, wasn't, like, as good as, like, their Double Dare album, but it was still enjoyable, and I still enjoyed it. And Waterparks has become a bit pretty big favorite band of mine within the recent months along with uh this one band that my sorry that my brother actually introduced me to uh called with confidence they have a they had a pretty solid album and uh, this that came out this year so uh i i enjoyed that uh let's see there were some like special releases and stuff that came out this year. I believe there was a special re release of uh, Unleashed by Skillet. I didn't really care that much to listen to that. I I don't know. Like I used to be fairly big into Skillet. But I'm just not as big into them anymore. I don't know. I feel like they've overused and overdrawn out their big like anthemic rock style that they go for. With literally like every single song like every single song they're trying to be anthemic trying to make it seem like you're um trying to make you feel like the underdog that when you're listening you just feel better and whatever like closer drive it because they are christian and everything and it's just kind of like that's enough can you be a little more creative um but uh other than that, there were a few other albums that were here and there. And if I had to give this year a rating in terms of like their music quality, just how everything came out, it would definitely just like, I don't want to rate, rate it, but maybe like a seven uh, for 2018 in terms of music. It was a very weird year, very just very unique and just something that I don't know just was different like in, in a good way but I guess but it we had we had our ups and downs this year with music and artists that we love and care about especially with Arctic Monkeys like I love the album but at the same time I don't care for the album as much as the other albums uh with tranquility base hotel and casino that was a very weird album 
very weird album just because I did go for a dramatic twist and change there. But, uh, was like I said, it wasn't an awful album. But that's everything I w- wanted to talk about with in terms of music. Now, I want to dive right into this whole Doctor Who thing because a lot of people are like, are just talking crap and shit about this this whole new series of Doctor Who, which I think is pretty good. It, pretty good. I'm not saying it's the greatest season ever. And people are saying, oh, the ratings, the views and everything, they're down and everything. And that's why uh, Chibnall and Jody Whitaker and everything are leaving. And it's just kind of like, whoa, slow down there, buddy. But because if you actually go and look at the ratings... The ratings are actually the highest they've ever been within the past, like, just overall between all of the episodes. Just the lowest rated episode as of now is higher, higher than the highest ranked and rated episode of the last season series 10 and the higher than the highest rated episode of series nine the lowest of this season yes the lowest episode is higher than the highest of the of the than the highest episode of the past two seasons and you're telling and you guys are going out and saying that the ratings are the lowest that they've ever been that is a lie don't believe it because the ratings are the highest and it's doing well and there's just been so much hate and response and everything just from the episodes. But that's just because YouTube and just critics everywhere, like most of the critics at least, uh, that have been talking about the new series of Doctor Who just have such a high voice in the fandom and community and everything that we just hear them and they're all talking crap and just hating on everything. And it's just kind of, and I've heard so much, so many people saying that there's so much bad writing that the characters, they don't have any substance in this and that and plots and that Chibnall and everything should just leave and everything. And they're, and they were, because of them, they're literally practically forcing trying to force Chibnall and Jody to leave and not only on top of that but that's not what's mainly pointing them to leave because the main problem actually why they may or may not be leaving is because of the network themselves the BBC the BBC has not been uh treating Chibnall the uh correctly because Chibnall like had like a plan of uh, wanting to do this with the se- season and series and everything while the network BBC themselves have been really trying to push them to do this and that and be like uh trying to push them to include like more PC do this do that and it's just kind of like uh, uh, 
and which is which is why and where the some of the problems actually lie the most of the problems that people are pointing out within the new series is isn't a chibno choice it's the network choice that's the thing so don't be hating chibno because it's not chibno's fault chibno just has to follow the guidelines that the network is trying to push the uh, show in the, the certain direction. And because of that direction, Chibnall is basically threatening to possibly, because this is all just in rumor stage, nothing is official. You just got to remember that. I feel like he's threatening to leave. And... Jody, because she is dedicated to sticking around with Chimno and everything, and she likes the direction and likes working with him. Because what was it she worked with him on? Was it Broadchurch? Well, I know he worked on Broadchurch, but I don't remember if she was in Broadchurch offhand. I believe she was, but either way, she's just she's she's dedicated to him. So pretty much, if he leaves, she leaves. Is where the theory's going and just this is just crazy just i really just wanted to clarify all this with you guys because everybody is like misunderstanding everything that's going on with doctor who and it's been pissing me off and at the same time People aren't trying to enjoy the new series. People are going in and being more skeptical and more critical about everything just because there are a lot of people that don't support a female doctor, uh, which is being portrayed by Jodie Whittaker. But, uh, and because of that, they're they're a lot of those people are going to be pointing out any problems and everything. Like I'll admit, Jodie Whittaker, I think she's been doing a good job. Uh, she has had some very good, fantastic performances. I enjoyed her within the last three episodes. Actually, I liked every almost everything that she's done and her portrayal and everything within the last three episodes, but. She, I have not had that moment with her yet where I'm like, she is the doctor. I have not had that moment yet. And I'm waiting for that moment. And I'm hoping that tonight, when that episode premieres, I won't be home to watch it, sadly, because I work in the evenings. Yes, I work in the evenings on Sunday. My schedule is Sunday through Thursday, 5 to 1. It's annoying because... That's one thing I was excited about, actually, uh, when I uh, initially, I was like, when I knew when the show was going to start, I'm like, oh, cool, it's starting this, this fall and everything, I'll be able to actually watch it on Saturday, and then I see it says Sunday evenings at 8 Eastern time, and I'm like, oh, crap, the one, and it was just the one time, and I'm like, finally, I'll be able to to watch it when it airs which is one thing i've always wanted to do and bam they change it to sunday and i'm like really are you fucking kidding me but uh 
Uh, just uh, that, that, that's a touchy subject, but I don't know why they switched it to Sunday. Saturdays were so much better, but uh, maybe they thought that the uh, viewers and, ra and ratings and everything would be higher if they changed it to Sunday. But either way, but the whole Doctor Who debacle and everything. I, I like I said, I just wanted you guys to understand exactly everything that's going on with that. So from there, I do want to get into some of the best, greatest stuff I wanted to talk about now. And good news, I got a PS4. Yes. All right. I now have the system that I can play the game on. The game I've been waiting to play. Spider-Man. All right, guys. So here comes kind of like my, re my review and talk about the game so far. I can say that I have not played. I have not beaten the game yet. I have not beaten the main story mode. I'm nowhere close to being 100% complete. I believe I'm only at like 8-9% through. But from that, that's still quite a bit and enough to really analyze the gameplay, how I feel about the game. And I can tell you, the minute I picked it up and started playing, it felt like I was playing Spider-Man 2 again uh, on my GameCube. And, and let me explain what I mean when I say that. I mean the swinging mechanics, which is the key thing. Everybody has been saying this. The key thing to a Spider-Man game, and what which is what makes a Spider-Man game the most fun and how it feels. It feels great. The swinging mechanics were perfect in Spider-Man 2. And they took that enhanced it maybe a little bit made it just slightly different so it could play on the ps4 and the way it plays the way it feels it feels great and it just that and it's just kind of like oh my word this feels amazing like and i've ah oh, so good and then it's so much nostalgia and I love just how it feels when I play. Like the dodging and everything feels fantastic. I love the control scheme, the con how it's laid out. Uh, it's very easy and quick to pick up on. It's not at all a struggle, especially since you would think that it might be a little bit of a struggle since I am a big Nintendo fan. I've been dedicated to Nintendo uh, and their consoles for years like I, I think I said before I've played a GameCube I had a and uh, sorry a Game Boy Advance SP uh, not uh, which is just a fall down version or whatever the more sleeker looking version versus the bulky bulkier uh, one but, uh, and then, what was it? I got a DS, got the Wii, 
got the Wii U, and now I have a Switch. So, like, m throughout most of my life, there's been nothing but Nintendo products in my house. Uh, aside from uh, the Sega Genesis and temporarily a Dreamcast before it broke down and had to return it because first it was faulty. I don't know. Something was wrong with it and but either way that was that was my brother's. But other than that, been Nintendo and everything and I've been used to their control schemes and everything. But I was even with the new control controller, I was able to pick up on the controls easily, very very easily, very quickly. And like I do still struggle a little bit with remembering where like uh, certain buttons are like uh, triangle and all that, all the shapes and everything. I'm I'm not completely used to the arrangement of like those uh, buttons on the right side, but like I said, I played Nintendo games for most of my life, so. But uh, Spider-Man, though, has been fantastic. It's been a great experience already. I've, I beat the Kingpin uh, so far, like, from the beginning, at least. And I love the, I love the art style. I have the main Spider-Man suit now that was designed just for the game and everything. So, and I'm working my way to get in other suits i think the one that i'm probably gonna try to get that looks really cool is a secret war suit and because that's now available but i need to get all the materials and everything and what was it the tokens and the backpacks and all that stuff so i need to get all that stuff in order to officially unlock the suit and i can't wait i can't wait to get that suit but uh either way like everything about it is fun i love the whole skill tree working working and upgrading that upgrading uh the materials and everything and i love the story and the direction that everything is going like i like it's obvious a lot if you're like a comic book fan that you know that dr octavius is going to be dr octopus like doc Oct like come on if you don't know that I, like, I have, like, I know that somewhere in the game it's going to happen. Because he's already being pushed through with Norman Osborn and everything just to his edge and everything. And, ooh, the cinematics, it really feels like I'm, like, right inside of the movie. It's crazy. I love it. I love every second of it. Spider-Man, Fantastic time oh, just oh, i love spider-man to death he is my favorite superhero i just uh it's a spider-man game i needed i i never knew how much i really needed this game until i officially played it like i told myself i need this game i need to play it like before and like because i've heard so many good things about it and i just wanted to be able to experience it myself and now that i've played it and i've experienced my it myself i can definitely say that it's definitely it's definitely worth my time and just ah uh, 
so good. I know this whole like reviewing this whole talk is late and everything, but compared to when it was released, what was it back in September? <sighs> yeah, a few months late, but either way, I wanted to get my opinions out on it, and I felt thought what a better place to do it than here on my podcast and season one and oh my word just fantastic but other than that we have news if you didn't know already new smash brothers game is now out i have the game i have played it i have not I've heard people that already uh, went through and basically completed the whole story mode, the whole adventure with the and within the spirits and everything. There's people that have been playing that like nonstop, but like that that's not bad. I enjoy it, but because like I, honestly, I'm not that great at video games, but I do enjoy them, and because I'm not that good. I find some of these battles and everything rough and difficult, whether or not I'm using the right person or the right character within the gameplay, um, whether I'm using the right spirits, I'm trying to use the right spirits, trying to use the right characters. And for some reason, just some of them have been just very frustrating. I've nearly wanted to throw the con my controller like on the ground. It's just kind of, <clears throat> so like, most of, most of the time, I've just been going and playing some sing, single-player Smash Brothers against some bots. Uh, because I currently don't have anyone else to play with um, as of right now. But at, at least within my vicinity. My good friend, he got the game too. He got the actual uh, bundle actually with the game, the dock, and the whole joy-con and everything so as of right now like that's literally the only game he has on his system so uh but smash brothers man ooh, that's a good game um i i try the online but i have crappy internet at homes and they already like have like it said that if you have unstable internet or whatever use a LAN adapter or whatever but and I don't really want to have to get a LAN adapter I don't care that much about playing online though like it would be nice to be able to play with uh, my friend who lives just just barely out of town plus another friend that lives out of town and such but uh, the whole online thing that's been a bit of a struggle for everybody though because even those that do have a good connection the leg there's still leg and just i when i tried oh my word the leg was awful like i couldn't even start the battle like the minute like i got into the battle like the leg was just it, it was so bad like it, it they were trying to shine through on each character and uh, everything and i waited uh, i couldn't even make it to the official start of the battle because the leg was so awful that's how bad my internet is verizon dsl guys please 
upgrade if you can if you still have that and this is i live with my parents still so it's the internet that my dad has settled on he refuses to get better and any any better internet so whether like you let me know what about that and like an email like oh get better internet it's just kind of like well my dad pays for the internet i don't have enough money to pay for said internet so like i can't i don't have much right to go and say that oh i'll pay for it or do this and that and all this and that so it believe me it's a bitch but uh i live with what i live with but either way like with the whole internet thing i don't do that much online playing uh i do with other games uh like uh splatoon and rocket league fortnite and everything but with their servers they have like dedicated servers and everything that work well and great and everything so even with my slow internet like even when there is like it's very little to none which is what I was hoping would happen with Smash Brothers so I could play with some friends online over distance and everything but that's sadly not the case so what can I do like I can't do that much uh, about this so but yeah that yeah that's the that's everything about the online but and I talked about this story a little bit I don't want to spoil anything with that but other than that, I love playing Smash Brothers. Oh my word, so much nostalgia, so great. Like, I the minute I pick it up, I can't put it down. It's it's bad. It's it is bad. Like how bad? Like I could I could play it for hours and hours on end. It's just that fun. It truly is. Um, I've already unlocked. what is it i've unlocked 17 characters so far so um i know you would think that oh you've been playing it this much and you love it and everything you should have almost all the characters already well guess what i do have a little bit of a life i have things and other stuff that i have to do like record this podcast for example but uh uh so like i, I play the game when i can which, which I have given it, uh, given the game quite a bit of attention, especially within the past two days, uh, with, since it came out and everything. So, uh, but I have been enjoying that. I've been playing it, and it is a fantastic time, guys. It truly is. I hope that you guys that do have switches out there, I can go pick it up. Or if you don't have a switch. Uh, see if you can find that switch bundle with the download code and everything yes it's a down download code and not a physical copy which is an upset but a lot of people have been uh, uh, liking the downloading and everything aspect and everything of like downloading games and keeping them on like your card and everything and on the system versus uh, versus having to deal with the cartridges so like there is that but at the same time there's just uh there are people like me though that enjoy that 
that want more cartridge more cartridge based games and everything like i don't mind downloading games and having some downloads especially for those that are like literally download only and don't have like a physical copy but i can i i personally am one of those people that likes the cartridges more so uh mostly because they take up less space as well on my system and everything versus uh i want to download the full game uh like yes updates and stuff still have to happen and there is like save files and, and everything still but in order to actually in order to actually play the game and everything uh certain games like having the cartridge and everything instead of like the full uh, official download and everything that will take up a lot more room it is nice to have the cartridge versus the versus the full download game but uh, so I guess my friend is probably okay with that download for now but Smash Brothers is there anything else Oh, I did try the classic mode and it looks like that it's still staying pretty true to a lot of like the old style Smash Brothers games with the classic mode and I did I played it played through it once with Link and I got through and everything and it, it felt like still the classic mode that I'm used to and love so but uh i think they uh they have like that mini game type of thing as well i think they swap in and out certain mini games and everything too within that they might have like two or three different like mini games to play and i think i could be wrong i think one of them might be break the targets so don't please don't hate me if I'm wrong, but because this is just my thought, my thinking, uh, my opinion, I have not officially uh, went back and played classic mode again. I probably should, and I pro probably will. But yeah, Smash Brothers is a good time for sure. Ugh, sorry, but uh, definitely something worth going and picking up. Uh, especially if you're a Smash Brothers fan. So get going on that. Play Smash Brothers. And let's see. I felt like there was something else I was going to talk about too. Well, either way, let's get straight into what I like to call Are They Still a Band? Today, this band is Green Day. And I'm going to talk about where are they? What's going on with them? Are they really still together? Are they still doing anything? Which is a fantastic question because I'm interested being the fact that, uh, yes, they did come out with an album. What was it back in 2016 with uh, Revolution Radio, which I felt to be was a good comeback album. Not as not necessarily as good as like Dookie and like American Idiot. But I'd say I, I put it at the same level as, uh, what was it, 21st Century Breakdown. So let's let's see what's what's up with Green Day these days. 
That is a great question. Green Day. Bassist Mike Dern. Oh, Billy Joe. Uh, these guys are have a special place in my heart. Have always been one of my favorite bands. So, well, it says years active, 1986 to present. So, apparently they're still doing stuff. Let's see. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, 2015 to present. Let's see. Oh, yeah, they did a release a compilation album of uh, songs a little over a year ago called God's Favorite Band. It had, I believe it had one or two original songs on it, too. Uh, one, I think, was Back in the USA, I think is what it was called. But, uh, and plus they have put all their big main hits on that album as well. So that was... That was good. Um, but, uh, yeah. Green Day is still a thing, which is good. Um, I don't, it doesn't say that they have any future intent right here on, like, another album. But, uh, they do have, like, like I said, Revolution Radio, I thought was a good album. Um,. Let me look at that album quick. Okay. It, yeah, it was October 2016. And there are three big songs uh, from that were Bang Bang, Still Breathing, and Revolution Radio. Yeah, I like I like Bang Bang, but my two favorite uh, songs on the album were indeed Revolution Radio and Still Breathing, plus some other good ones as well, so... I felt like it I felt like the album was pretty good. Um I don't think it did like that great worldwide. What did it? Eh, I guess a little round average or so for an average album uh these days. It got a seventy two on Metacritic, so but uh yeah, Green Day. They're apparently they're still a thing. No official announcement that they're done making music or anything, so I'm hoping maybe we can get another album maybe next year. I feel like that could be pretty cool uh, because they typically stick with a three-year, I believe. I believe that's what they typically do, three years between projects. Let's see. Well, it was four years from uh, the re release of the Uno Dos Trey. Uh, but, uh, from, uh, it was three years from that, from, uh, 21st Century Breakdown, but it was five years between American Idiot and 21st Century Breakdown, so, that, that was quite a break there, it looks like, so, thank you, I thought four years was bad, but five years, hmm. But so if we if we're lucky, we might get like a a new album next year. If we're lucky, probably not. Uh, so if we get another album from them uh, from Green Day, it might not be till 2020. 
That's that's what I'm going to say. Earliest is 2020, uh, latest 2021. Uh, if we do, and I feel like when they do release that, that could very well be their last album together as a band. As, like, at least, like, recording album and everything. Because they've been around for years. And these guys are old. Billy Joe Armstrong, he's not young anymore. So, how old is he now? Uh, he is... Yeah, he's 46. He, he's not young anymore. So... But he still uh, goes... Has a lot of, like, issues and stuff that he's been dealing with and everything. So, uh... But, uh, he is, he's an inspiration to me, though. So, I, I like Billy Joe Armstrong a lot. I always liked his voice. I always loved Green Day. American Idiot is the album that I truly fell in love with Green Day. And just so much about Green Day that I just love. But. Otherwise, that's everything that I have for you today in this final episode of Season 1. So, please, if you enjoyed this episode, not just this episode, but this whole season in general, you can email me at ogrebooth at, gmail, at gmail.com where you can let me know what you think of this series. You can send me suggestions for next season uh, and everything. But, and just... A lot of everything just yeah let me know let me know about everything uh if you enjoy this podcast you can do that there you can uh go to twitter you can tweet at me at outcast092 or you can come to my facebook page which is the slash ogre slash man uh i've talked about this before it's it's just uh the way that facebook would would only let me do it they wouldn't let me do the one name or or two uh three separate uh words which was a problem because i guess it might be a thing already somewhere i don't know but it did facebook didn't let me do it so i had to put the slashes in but otherwise that's everything. This has been a really fun season. And I hope to be back on January 13th with an even better, even bigger, and better following and everything. Thank you for listening. It has been a pleasure just being here and watching just my podcast grow. Thank you for everything and supporting me. And just, it's been a great ride. I will see you guys in 2019.